millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You show your worth and you show your colors like from a loss, from, from the darkness. Because that's how you, that's, that's, that's the sign of a champion. Sign of a champion is like when 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 it when it doesn't go your way, when you're not winning all the time, when you're not being the fucking hammer, but you're being the nail, and you have to like come back and 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 change the events. That's a champion, and I think that that's a little bit what we have to get better at in Sweden in general. Is that we're good as long as we're the we're the hammer, but can we come back from being the nail into being the hammer again? Andreas Markel, welcome to Öppet Sinne. Thank you for having me. For the people that don't know, you are the Alexander Gustafsson's head coach and uh, the head coach of uh, All-Stars Gym here in Sweden. Yes. Well, uh, I've been working as a coach before. Before and uh, I was working as an MMA coach. I was working as a boxing coach. Yep. So I was the. I started off by coaching. Uh, in uh, boxing and then uh, it advanced to uh, that I became like the Olympic coach of Sweden in boxing so been traveling the world trying to get some medals Mission Impossible <laughs> <laughs> like, here in Sweden anyway yep. like with that side anyway but uh, other than that uh, I've been then I slowly slowly the, the, uh, the guy started coming and training with me and uh, the MMA guys Uh, they wanted to get better on the striking. And I saw how hard they started working. I saw how easier it was to work with the MMA world. Uh, it was exploding onto the scene back then. Yeah, It was the fastest growing sport in the world back then. When did you start? When I started. I started in 2000 and, uh, 2005. So way back then. Yeah, 2005. Mm. 2005, I started training like 2004, 2005, somewhere there. Yeah. So how how has your journey been? I mean, for the people who follow Long. MMA, they know who you are and who Alex is and yeah. what you've done and accomplished. Yeah, the the journey has been bumpy and long. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's been a it's been a tough ride. Uh, it's been a tough ride because back then when we when we started, uh, a lot of this uh, martial arts was more or less. Uh, banned in Sweden it was uh, it was tough it was tough like they wouldn't let professional boxing Uh, it was a second class sport martial arts so it was a long road trying to get like people if I said this to people now like uh, in 2005 or 2006 that uh, uh, an MMA guy would fill an arena up at 4 o'clock in the morning (laughs) with like 20,000 people They would like lynch me. Yeah. I would laugh in my face and like, uh, <laughs> you know, think <laughs> I'm crazy. But it was that that that's the scenario, and that's the from where we are, we're coming from. Yeah. From that area, and this is the thing that I'm saying that sometimes 
you have to be just with the MMA Sweden and all the fighters. You have to be just because they didn't have all the all the things that the Americans have. They didn't have the benefits. They didn't have the the development. They didn't have the years of uh, uh, decades into MMA like uh, the Americans had. So it's it, it we've done a lot in a short time. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, when you think back, just like we're talking now, when you think back, which would you say is your or MMA's biggest accomplishment in Sweden? Well. Uh, fighting against uh, one of the best pound-for-pound pound, uh, fighters in the world and having everyone tell you that you're going to get smashed in Toronto. Was mm. that 2013? And you go in there and you show them that you that you won the fight. Yeah. Maybe not on the judges' cards, but in the people's hearts. You know, and uh, I'm saying that John Jones is pound-for-pound pound, the best in the world. In my heart, I believe that, and my opinion is, and I think maybe a lot of people share that, Juiced or not juiced, uh, whatever he's doing in his life is a, that's his problem. But uh, at the end of the day, he's a beast, and uh, we fought a beast and we conquered the beast. Yeah, not the second time though, but the first time. Yeah. But let, let's go back to the first time because a lot of people, just as you said, they thought that Alex didn't have a chance. He he would never be able to to win and win five rounds. And it's among a lot of people the best MMA fight ever in light heavyweight, at least. Yes. Um, when you look back at the fight today and before you went in, how nervous were you, like preparing for for the first meeting? Well, I wasn't. I wasn't nervous. I was more angry. Why? I was more angry because like you would get like people coming and feeling sorry for us. Ah, but you know it's okay if he lasts one or two rounds. Like just do your best, you know. And it got on my my fucking nerves, you know. Like so called like some people close to us were like, yeah, but you know at least you got here, and that mentality. And uh, I just wanted to tell everyone to fuck off, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like we're not here. Like we we're not here just to like uh, participate. We're not here just to like get to this level. We're here to like because we want to win, and uh, it, 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 that that's what. And back then, you can't you can't like uh, compare John Jones back then and what he is now. He's no, a shadow. He's a shadow of himself back yeah. uh, now than what he was back then. Before he was stopping everyone. Like the Shogun, Cho Sun, and like Mashida, like he was destroying everyone, leaving a trail of bodies behind him. You know, it, that was the John Jones that we went up against in the first fight. That's that's the guy that like that that everyone was like, oh, but you know, it's like if Alex lasts like two rounds, it's it's he's done good, and it, that that just didn't cut it for me. You know, I was it was getting on my nerves that that attitude and. I just told Alex, listen, man, just go out there and show everyone that we belong here. It's not luck. It's not like by uh, the pick of the of a lotto win or something that you that you're here. It's not by chance. It's because you deserve to be here. And he showed that he deserved to be there. I get when I saw Alex getting interviewed before that fight. I could see a confidence in Alex that I haven't seen be, that I hadn't seen before that. It was just something with his confidence, and um, I talked to this with with a friend of mine. I was like, it's something with the way he talks that just 
gives me the feeling that he he will win. He'll win the fight. And he delivered more than, as you said, a lot of people thought. Back then, he was uh, young. He was uh, more uh, flexible, as they say. So we were away for like 11, 12 weeks like, in camp, away, uh, traveling. Uh, we went like, it, it was, he went through hell and back. We brought in monsters or we went and found monsters that he would, uh, that he was, that, that he was training with. And uh, that was a monster sacrifice. And being away 11 weeks is not cheap and it's not uh, mentally healthy either. You know, but you become hard. That's like the Navy SEAL type of uh, <laughs> attitude, you know? Yeah. Like, and the, the, this, is, the, this was what, what his preparation was back then because he didn't have a family, he didn't have kids, he didn't have like uh, obligations, responsibilities and all these things. So it was, it, that's what happened back then, yeah. So going to the second fight, going into the second fight with, uh, with John Jones, what did you look for in that, I mean, in the second chance? Well, you, you as a coach, what, what, were you, what were you looking after in, in like John Jones and Alex? Number one, I want to correct everyone because everyone says that the way to beat Jones is to pressure him. And I, don't, I think that's a load of bullshit. You know, I always thought that John Jones has problems with guys that use their footwork. He's had a problem with OSP and he's had a problem with Alex, you know. Uh, everyone that pressures like Rampage, uh, uh, Glover, uh, like um, Cormier, like, everyone that pressures him loses to him. Like, and when you pressure John Jones, it's just a matter of time, because he's he he he's he's good at weathering the storm and like picking you apart. Whereas, if you use your footwork and you're a little bit like, okay, nobody's like Lemachenko, but if you're a little bit like have your mind like hit and not get hit counter in and out faints and and be use your speed instead of your aggression and your power is that that's how you beat john jones and that's what alex did in the first fight he in if you see in the first two rounds in the first fight he was checking the kicks blocking checking answering directly when we stopped doing that that's when he started and then Alex never went like five championship rounds. So the, the last two rounds were the, as they say, untested territory. Whereas John Jones is that he's, one thing I have to say about him is that he's got a solid mind, yeah. iron will. You know, he can, he, people were like, talk, like talking shit about him. He was juiced up to his eyeballs. Like uh, he doesn't give a fuck, you know. The guy's like just like goes in there and even if he's unfair, even if he's cheated, even if this, it doesn't get phased. Like even if he gets caught, nothing. He's there to win and make money and become and seal his legacy. And nothing phases him. And that that I admire about him. I don't admire a lot about him, <laughs> you know. Like justly. Yeah. Justly, you know. But as an athlete, like he's his uh, attitude and uh, his attitude, I can say, in the cage, like not outside, uh, you know, but as an athlete, that like, his mental st uh, uh, power is 
something that makes him win under top under pressure. Yeah, and you could see it in the in the first fight. It it was in the the end of the fourth, right when the spinning yes. elbow yes. came, and he really digged deep in the fifth. And uh, I, I I was amazed actually to be able to to deep that dig in the in the last. Uh, you know, Paul, the, the thing is, like, with fighters, you know, like, uh, great fighters, they never stop trying. You know, he was losing the fight. If he didn't, if he did, if he just accepted what was happening, then he wouldn't have won the fight. But because he kept trying, he creates things. Like, this is the thing that I keep telling the, the guys. Like, do not accept the situation till the bell has finished, till the fight has gone. And after that, you have to wish that you had one more round in you, not look at the lo- a clock and and wish that the fight's over. Then you've then you've lost. You know, a winner is somebody that like to the last drop tries, and that's how you change fights. That's how you change the the outcome of the fight because you're not accepting what's put in front of you. What the or be, you're not accepting to be an underdog. What the people are writing that you're future will look or the result will be you're not accepting that you're trying to change that if you're accepting that that means that you're just in there looking at the watch looking at the uh, and thinking like okay when is this over you know i'm i'm taking like what what uh, uh, what my what everyone's saying that uh that i that i should be taking but that the guy that like doesn't accept that is the guy that can change and Say and people say, "Wow, where, where, where did that come from?" You know, because he doesn't stop trying, and this is what John Jones does. He said, like, "We're be- we're beating the shit out of him." He's like, his foot was broken, his fucking eyes were cut. He's like, fucking like you, you, he put like a an inch of Vaseline in the eye, <laughs> like when he was cut, you know, on mm. both sides. He's like, he's fucking like he was in hospital for like two days. The guy, you know, like cut. Uh, busted like broken foot and this is going into the, like the, the fourth round now and all of a sudden he's, he he pulls out like he tries boom it, it hits and he seals the deal you know which I think still we won the round because four, four minutes of domination doesn't uh, uh, justify one minute of uh, of domination, you know. I'm I'm with you, and when I rewatch, I've rewatched that fight more than once. But when I reviewed the the, the last time, I thought the same thing. Otherwise, uh, Cormier would have lost as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. otherwise Cormier would have lost as well. But you know, and, and I want I want to bring up Jack Hermanson when you talk about having a heart and really searching for something. His fight against Talis Latas. Did you see that one? Yes, when one, he broke one, his one rib, and, and in, the the he had like a shoulder injury as well, didn't he? Well, I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm 100 that he really busted his rib. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it was was well, broken. the rib or the hand? The the rib. Okay, his ribs. Yeah. And um, that it was, was amazing in the first fight. Round, amazing fight. Still, he managed to win in the third. But look at look 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 how Jack is. Look how Jack is now. Like look what it, look 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 at the fighters around us. Okay, mm. like. And look how Jack is. I I consider Jack like uh, what I'm saying. Fighters around us. I'm saying like, what are we trying to do by being in the UFC? What are we trying to do? Are we trying to like keep our tr- our contract as long as possible, or are we trying to like get to the top ten and see if we're good enough? If we're not good enough, you get the fuck out and continue studying, continue doing something else. You know, like. Jack is like directly after his win in uh, he he he's he's into another level yeah. now where he just wants to test himself again. 
you could ride out that win and say shit like and be and be a winner for six months, you know, and then fight again. But what he's doing is like he's not. He's like it's just a win. It, it's, it, it's a stepping stone to something else. And this thing came now with Jacare, and this can like put me up to the in the top five in the world. Yeah, if he, I beat Jacare. Yeah, yeah. He just busted into the tenth place in the ranking, and now he's fighting the number three in what is yeah that this month he's fighting twenty seventh. But many people don't Amazing. think like that. Oh no, think, for sure. They don't think that. They think like, okay, I'm in the top 10 now. Let me choose like a guy that's like uh, suits me and all this. Absolutely. But not wearing your, when you're in the top 10. Mm. In the top 10 is I can tell you like this like when you're still a contender like and you've just come into the top 10, like uh, you have a lot to prove. You can, you have to fight, man. You have to fight a lot. You have to when you when you get into the UFC, you have a lot to prove. You have to fight a lot to come to some to come somewhere. If you're just looking to keep your contract and you dry, you have like one fight every three years. Is like, okay? I can understand if people are injured, but you should already be there, like at the level. Otherwise, you why are you coming in if you're not at that level? You shouldn't be taking ten years to like develop as you're in the UFC. The level should be there, you know. And then you say you should be like on the road to like as fast as possible win the title. Or I don't know. Is that, that's that's the way I'm thinking, you know. Like otherwise, like, if you're just looking to keep your contract, you're wasting your time. What What do you say to fighters that you meet when they say, oh, "I want to fight one, maybe two fights per year"? Because I guess a lot of people say that. Well, it's different stages in your career, mm. you know. Like uh, Alex's career is not like it was uh, when he was a uh, contender in the top 50 and things like that. He was fighting often, you know. Now in his career, I admit he must fight more, absolutely. Like uh, more than once uh, every so often. I think he should have like two to three fights a year. That's normal, you know. Like two to three fights a year at that level is good. Like, But uh, let's say... Uh, What can I say? When you just come into the... You should be ready for short notice, you know? You should be ready, like, okay, because it's not going to be a perfect situation all the time. You you want to climb up. And then they're going to say, oh, man, this guy, we're going to help him come up here and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. They're going to be like, uh, can you fight like uh, Portia? He just jo- dropped out. Can you fight this? Yeah. Can, you, can you jump in here? So in reality, you never stop training. Like, like Ayacuinta. Like a, exactly, fight. exactly. You never stop training. Is that you? You should always be on the on the get go, ready to go. But sadly, it's not that way. Like we fight like in the local shows, great. We think that we're super duper stars, and all of a sudden it's like we fight even amateur. Even the amateurs nowadays, they think that they're like fucking like uh, they've won the UFC belt. <laughs> most of them. I'm like shocked sometimes, you know, like how it's treated. Amateur fights, you have like 200 amateur fights. Like, what is this? Like, oh, I need six months to get ready and all this shit. Like, my God, is like, what's happening? You know, like, you then you fight a wrestler that has like 2,000 amateur uh, wrestling fights. Yeah. You get a rude awakening, I'm telling you. I commentated, I'm, I'm commentating one, one FC. And when you look at the Thai fighters, it's like, Yeah, 400 fights, 300 yeah, fights. Exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's another level. You go in they go into the first MMA fight and they have like 400 uh yeah. tie fights. You know the the guys that you're not even nervous. No. You you have that ring you have that you have that ring experience. You have that 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 uh that fighting psychology that that nerve ner- ner- nervousness is not even like playing 
a, a, a big factor in your performance. Whereas you have like guys, for example, that don't compete that much. And every time they compete, it's a huge deal in their psychology and, their, and they get like shell-shocked. You know, it should be just like that part of the of the of the fighting shouldn't actually your 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 nervous your nervousness shouldn't be like playing a big role in your performance. It's the people that don't have the that that the, the experience that uh, let their this this emotion of uh, like oh shit I'm nervous oh shit like uh, 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 and all this that that affects their their performance the others they just have to they, they, there's other there's other more important things that you have to think about like uh, how am I going to get out of this I want to do this but if I do this it's going to act like this like a good fighter what is a good fighter a good fighter is somebody that doesn't show his, his what bullet he's going to shoot with you know first bullet might be a blank then the second bullet is the one that's like actually the one that's that that's gonna pierce, you know. So if I'm using my jab and uh, I want to throw my right hand, that's the reason why I'm throwing my jab, you know. Like you have a plan behind all the all the things that you're doing. You're actually structured in in your techniques, and the best techniques are always the the basic techniques. I've said this for twenty years now. Everything else builds on like on, on basic techniques. Like uh, you can know a hundred techniques. Uh, yeah, Bruce Lee says this, and other, but it's really it's true. You can know a hundred techniques, but you're not going to master them. If you know three or four techniques or five techniques, and you master those, you become a better fighter than somebody that that knows like two hundred techniques. You know, that's actually what Bruce Lee said. I'm exactly. More, I'm more afraid yeah. of the person that has practiced the same kick a thousand times than. 1, because you're perfecting kicks. it, yeah. you're you're becoming fundamentally sound with that, you yeah. know. And this is what the people. Everyone wants to become a McGregor, everyone wants to become a uh, Mayweather, everyone wants to become like uh, these great athletes. But these guys, I, do you know how 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 hard Mayweather trains? I was watching like videos of him like a couple of days ago for like like four hours. Like Pacquiao's trainer changed camps. And uh, he he's uh, he went to uh, he, he not not Eddie uh, Freddie Roach uh, his physical coach. Uh, I don't know his name. Yeah, it's uh, I I forgot what his name was. Like Pacquiao's physical coach changed and went to uh, uh, Mayweather's camp. Yeah, and his comment was, "I've never in my whole life seen anyone train as hard as this guy does. Never. He just." Hour after hour with minimum breaks. This is insane. Drills the fundamentals, the same movements, day in, day out. He spars 45 minutes with no break. Changing sparring partners only. Mm. When they get tired, they jump in. Is that he fights as if it's his first paycheck. That's how he trains, as if it's the first paycheck. And that's how you become great. Once you start letting money control you, and once you don't love what you do, because you have to love what you do to train that hard, oh, yeah. trust me, like, then it's a, you, you become a, a shell of yourself. I think Tiger. I think this is Tiger Woods who said it. They they asked him why, how come, like why why do you still compete? You've won everything, and he said, yeah, but I know that I can do it just a little bit better. And I think that's also the thing with Pacquiao. He he or um, uh, Mayweather. Yeah. 
all of the champs, they in their head they think or they they believe that they can do just a little bit better, better, and that motivates them to just continue. Absolutely, because I think if if you believe that I am this good, you're done. I and they're so, done. and they're so scared of losing what they built. Oh, yeah. You know, they're so scared of losing what they so they always try to perfect and find the mistakes in themselves. You know, like so what what happens is like. If you're trying to be a Mayweather, have you had like 400 or 300 or 200 amateur fights? Have you like uh, thrown the jab one million times so you are able to drop your left hand? No. So what happens? You get knocked out. That's what happens. Is that you haven't earned the right to work on those techniques that are perfected like for for 20, 25 years. You haven't earned that right. You know, you're not good enough. That's just simple as that. You're not good enough. So if you do those techniques, you get in trouble because you're not good enough. Is that you have to learn the basics. You have to earn the right to be at that level and do the the those skills that are needed from Mayweather. You understand? You haven't got the skills, you know, not with one or two fights. Is that this? It takes years decades to perfect this it's like so when so, when i see guys like dropping their left hand like like shoulder weaving like shoulder rolling like shifting and all this stuff is like i'm like thinking oh my god it's just like a it's a house of cards so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ready to, there's a storm coming you know because you're getting away from the low level opponents you're getting away with murder <laughs> you know from the low, low level but uh, fucking hell it's like i'm telling you is that there's a storm coming because the the better guys that you're going to fight they they got better coaches as well, and they catch up on the mistakes that you do, and boom, one of them hits, it's gone, you know, and that's where the that's where the time to shine ends, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, for sure. And and uh, if if we go to the second fight with Jones, yes, because the um, how many years was it? Was it five six years ago? The first one? Well, two thousand and thirteen. To and this 2018. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like three days before 19. So it was yeah, the so new New Year's card of uh, 2018. Five and a half years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. How was the build-up for that fight? I can say honestly, it was without like finding the excuses now and everything. Like without, I'm just telling you. Like I'm going to tell you now, uh, Paul. What not a lot of people know. Okay, like because and it's the truth. This is for who, how I experienced everything and what I lived in the in the, in behind the scenes, and it was terrible. I swear to God, like it was not a, a the the best experience. Uh, what, what we went through, and uh, I understand respect to the UFC. They 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 uh, they tried to make the the show continue. From what they've had, and uh, I, I understand that they were working with a lot of pressure and a lot of like stress. Uh, we found out that the, we were, we found out that John Jones was like uh, had tested positive, like uh, the week before the fight via media. So somebody called us. Uh, from because it just it leaked out in the media, and they called us. We were on like on this uh, embedded, uh, on the, you, you've seen the embedded yeah, around the helicopter the ride, in helicopter Grand ride, Canyon, yeah, right? the yeah. Grand Canyon, yeah. And uh, I can tell you like this, I, it was a, a wonder of the world, the Grand Canyon, but I didn't enjoy it for five minutes. 
And I, <laughs> I thank God I went there before. <laughs> like previously, I was there, like on another journey. But uh, it was, it was, it, I, I felt a little bit like, uh, le- like disrespected, you know. Like, why didn't we get contacted by the UFC, mm. and why didn't they uh, tell us, show us the, the, that respect, you know? But they, I understand is that they they were they must have had like a lot of like shit happening as well, and they must have been very stressed and trying to solve and figure out what they were gonna do, you know? Anyway, we found out how we found out. That was like a slap in the face. Uh, then we came into the into the boardroom, and you know my. It's, it, it took us five years to get this fight. And the payday is not bad either. I, you know, so I'm just talking like what, what I, I, for me, it's like the, I care about the wins, <laughs> you know, that's more, that means more than money means a lot. Yeah. But, you know, because, you know, I don't give a shit whatever people say. Like, if you have a family, and you want to take care of your family, then money means something, you know? Like, so money means a lot, but it's not everything, you know? Money is not everything. It doesn't defy who you are, and you should never do that. So the win for me always means more. And what happened was that we went in there, and it was a, a situation where if you don't want to fight, and you don't believe that this guy is... You saw, you saw, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they filmed it. Yeah. You know? Then... You shouldn't take the fight. Easier said than done. Is it that simple? No, I, I, I don't think so. No, exactly. Like you know, you're putting a guy in a in a spot there where he's mm. thinking like, shit. Am I? I've worked this hard. I'm not going to take the fight, and uh, I'm going to lose the title if I don't take the fight. I'm going to lose a shitload of money, uh, and, and 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 you start worrying. It, the 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 athlete starts worrying. You know. Like I want the fight. I've worked hard. I've spent money, like on my camps. I've like I've taken hours and hours of like punishment in the, in the, in the trainings. I've like I put myself out there, and all of a sudden it's like this is not going to happen. You know, it's like it, it, it's not even uh, what can I tell you? It's not even uh, a choice. You know? But did you ever consider not taking the fight? With me, with me thinking. Yes, I did consider not taking the fight. To be honest with you, mm. but but I considered it. But at the same time, I always believed that Alex can beat him. Yeah, you know, I always believed that Alex can beat him. Like, just or not just, mm. you know, I always believe that the real Alex that I see in the fight in in the in the gym. Sorry, in the gym that I see, that's the real Alex. The fight, the Alex that I see every day coming in training, is that he's he's a magician. You, you guys have not even seen yet his full potential. Like, so that Alex, if this is where my beliefs come, I'm quite, a, like, I'm quite an honest and brutally honest person with my opinions. I'm not like, like oh, it's just because it's Alex, he's like, he's clouded his, his judgment. I see it every day when he spars with Saki, when he spars with the other, with, with guys that are better strikers than John Jones, you know? how he does and they 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 it's good sparrings it's good sparrings you know we got the question in our mma podcast like who, who is the best fighter and the question went to magnus edemblad 
Um, and he said, "Ask Magnus." Yes, and he actually yeah. he said, "I've sparred with a lot of people. I went through many many different camps." And and he said, "Without a doubt, the best MMA fighter that I ever sparred with is Alexander Gustafsson." He is hands down the best one, and uh, and, and he said the same thing yeah. that you said is that we still haven't seen his potential. Yeah, and you know, Magnus is a. I liked. Uh, we haven't see, always seen eye to eye on stuff, mm. but the the things that we've seen eye to eye on is actually sport, like yeah. uh, uh, our judgment of like fighters and uh, this uh, and the acknowledgement of skill, you know, and. I I I respect Magnus' uh, opinion a lot. Like when he talks about like the MMA and and his uh, analysis of of people, because he's spot on. Not just because he said that about Alex, <laughs> but like you know a lot of other stuff as well that he yeah. says. He's like, he's he's got a lot of knowledge. Like, but getting back to what what, what I said to you about yeah. the John. So we 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 ended up there. Is and I'm like, I believe in Alex, and I said, yeah, of course. Like I thought, like motherfucker, not not again, you know. Like why is it why is it always like this why you know so like we you got so you got asked the question you want to take the fight of course he's going to take the fight he's a fighter you know so we took the fight obviously and it got into a battle after that because the Nevada State Athletic Commission yeah and then the California State Commission you guys don't know that like they were a little bit like uh like not it wasn't 100% that the fight was going to make it mm. so from all of a sudden like fighting to win it was a struggle of just getting the ha- fight to happen you know and that was a struggle and it was a bitter uh situation you know because we lost a lot of money in uh, Vegas, we rented the house for like two, two like we rented the house, rented the car. We had like, all our family and friends like buy tickets, which they had to cancel and leave back. We had some business around the tickets and stuff like that from Sweden. We're gonna bring a lot of people there. So, uh, and and the, and and the amount of money you pay on taxes in Vegas, and the amount of taxes you pay in California is different, you know. Yeah. So everyone got uprooted. Because of John Jones. So what we were thinking was fair was that take an amount away from uh, John Jones' purse, you know, because he'd created this. So it's, all, it's justified anyway, isn't it? It's justified. Like, you, you know, I think that, that, that that's logical. Uh, so because the UFC said, yeah, but uh, we're losing money as well. It's the taxes. Yeah, but we're not making millions on pay-per-view. <laughs> you know, that's a little bit different. We're not a multi-million dollar business, billion dollar, whatever yeah. it is, business, you know. So, like, well, we, we just wanted to get, like, a little bit of like, that respect. Like, okay, we haven't done anything wrong. Why are we somehow getting punished here? Why is the whole card getting punished here, you know? Because of one guy's previous, as we can say, picogram yeah. shit. You know, which we can, which are subject subject to questioning as well. Uh, but we we'll talk about that a little bit. Then he said, like, all of a sudden, he said it was a there was a fight of just getting the fight. Mm. You know, so instead of like focusing on winning, it was focusing like fuck, are we gonna fight now? And I'm and I'm battling, trying to hold Alex into the into into the mode of like fuck, we're gonna get the fight, we're gonna win the fight, we're gonna get the fight, we're gonna win the fight. You know. Like thinking just fuck, am I gonna get the fight? Am I gonna fight? 
That's like a fucking. That's that's. Uh, uh, then fuck, I'm gonna win now. Let yeah. me do fuck this guy. Let me win. You understand? Like thinking like that, you know. Like it, it's two different psycholo psychologies that. You of course, know? it's a crazy amount of stress. You know, I mean, a, the fight is a stress in in itself, and then not even knowing if you're gonna fight, and then need to move to another town, a, a state. It's uh, it's so so when we when we when just before the day before I said to Alex like this, listen, Alex, we have to win the fight as well. It's not just getting the fight; we have to win the fight because till the last day we didn't know that if he was going to be allowed to fight, you know, nothing was a hundred percent. Like so, we, we 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 I just said to him like, listen. We have, it's not just about him getting the fight. We have to let's focus on winning the fight as well. But it was a it was a disturbing momentum, and then he got injured in the fight as well. Yeah, the knee, the knee is a, and you know if anyone know if you get t hit in the balls, like and if anyone knows how that hurts, then you know like so other. I'm not finding excuses now. Let me kick you in the balls, and then let let let, let me let you continue fighting afterwards. Uh, no, no problem, man. I'll, I'll spar with you. Let me kick you in the balls or knee you in the balls, and then you can continue fighting with me. Was, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, he injured his what is it? The pubis pubis bone. I'm not sure if I'm saying it correct in English, but I think it was the pu the, the. It's just above the 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 crotch, you know. Yeah. So so it hit the 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 cup. Yeah, exactly. And it bounced off the cup and hit him on the side, you know. If you can see, so it like full blown knee, like right into the the side the, the side of the just where the cup begins, you know. Mm. And I I consider anything on the trousers as illegal, right? Yeah. So like, if anyone says like, but it wasn't in the ball, it wasn't. Listen, anything in the tra where the trousers sits is illegal, in my opinion, on the front side, you know. Can hit him on the ass, whatever, like you know. But on the front side, anything like or, or where the hip is, like where the trousers are, is illegal, you know. So, so we can like, uh, so, uh, so that's how it is in boxing, you yeah. know. I think that's how it should be like in MMA as well. Like, there's so many other places to hit. Why do you have to hit where the where the trousers are? And it wasn't, uh, let's say, an unlucky knee that maybe hit the yeah. luckiest spot for Jones because yeah. it took away the yeah. movement from Alex. Exactly, and that his best thing is his fo footwork, you know. Yeah. It's best thing is for us. So, going in there, say you know, we we for we forgot a little bit that we had to win as well, mm -hmm. you know, and then that happened as well. The the incident with the with the knee, and that just sapped out like everything that what 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 the what we had to do. What did he say to you when he went in for the? Uh... He told me he couldn't move his legs. Yeah. He said to me like I can't have my I can't do my foot. And I said to him like forget about that now. We have what we have. Stop! Stop hunting him down. Let him come to you. I said to him. But you know, I'm not the one that took it in the balls. No, of course, <laughs> and also like easy for me to say. Right? So, but whatever happens, man, I'm proud of him. Like he's a champion in my eyes, and I know that there's like so much more for him to come. Yeah. Like, that was just like that. That that was I've seen him do like three four weeks ago. I've seen him do like ten times better than that. You know, so like th these are not normal situations. This is not normal circumstances to fight under. You know, like the 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 guilty always fight better than the victims. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, sometimes they might do. You understand? Yeah. Because they're the guilty ones. So they, they you know, mm. like they, they got them what they want, whereas <laughs> the innocent haven't. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. Uh, that's all I have to say. I, you know, I think that, uh, I think the UFC was trying to do the best they could at that short and intense situation. I don't, I, you know, it was, it's tough. It's tough, like, guys to, like, especially of all the people, John Jones test positive, you know? Yeah. Like, of all the people. Like, fuck. Like, it's, it's, it, it must have been, like, tough for them. Like, of they course. were like, fuck, you know, like, of all everyone, you had to test positive, yeah. you know? Like, so they had a lot of explaining to them. They had, to, they took a lot of shit. They took it, like, so they were, tra- you know, like, I don't think that any decision they made there would have be, would have just would have the, like the, done them any favor, you know. They just tried to do the best they could, and we still got the fight. Mm. And I I, th- I thank them for giving us the fight, you know. Still, they could have like said like fuck this, this guy's uh, juice. We're not gonna like take any shit like. And if they cancelled the fight to a further notice, you know, they would have gotten better like uh, like. Uh, Public publicity yeah, exposure, yeah, yeah, better exposure. But instead, they went through with it and they did the fight and they got a lot of shit for that. And we 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 still had that title fight, you know. Yeah. So in June, he's fighting Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith also fought um, John Jones in his last fight yes. and, and lost. Um, what are your plans for the Anthony Smith fight and, and how are you working with uh, with Alex now? I mean, because when he did the press conference, I, I really like what he said. He was, when he said that he doesn't care about the belt right now. He just, he wants to fight. Yeah. Well, after the fight, like, you, you know, you're devastated. You're devastated. You're thinking to yourself, like, this is my third try. Oh, fuck this, man. I, I had dreams. I had, like, uh, my destiny. Like, I had, like, this. Like, and you're thinking to yourself, like, shit. Am I as good as them? Like, you start doubting yourself. So I went and said to him, listen, like, let's take one fight at a time. Like, the best thing is, like, forget about everything. Focus on what you have in front of you. Every time you go, you, you, you have something in front of you. Like, and that's what we do. After we solve that problem, we go to the next one. After we, we climb that uh, mountain, we take the, the, a bigger mountain, you know? Let's, we, nobody said you have to, like... Uh, have another title fight now nobody said you have to do anything like that's huge concentrate on beating the guy that's in front of you now we take it step by step and we see from there you know because there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of parts to pick up after a loss it's like it's like a puzzle that you shake and it falls down like into a million pieces you know you have to put it back together again and uh I think that step by step is that you're not going to say after you like, oh, we're going to go for another title fight. Fuck, like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not like, you know, it's not it's not logical. Like, you know, the guy's just lost, like, and he's lost twice to this, to to John Jones. Of course he's doubting himself. It's normal, this. It's like fucking normal. But, like, you know, you show your worth and you show your colors, like, from a loss, from, from the darkness. Because, That's how you. That's 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 the sign of a champion. Sign of a champion is like when 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 it when it doesn't go your way, when you're not winning all the time, when you're not being the fucking hammer, but you're being the nail, and you have to like come back and 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 change the events. That's a champion, and I think that that's a little bit what we have to get better at in Sweden in general. Is that we're good as long as with the with the hammer, but can we come back from being the nail? 
into being the hammer again, you know? And once we solve that problem, they say, we're going to become like uh, even better because we have world-class fighters now and world-class coaches. You say, but we're relatively new if you compare us to, to, other, to other nations in like camp sport, you know? Yeah. It was illi- that, that, that this shit was illegal a couple of years ago, you know. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, and also, I also think that people lo- love the like the comeback story, like the underdog story from Absolutely. from being on the rise and then falling and then see how they can come back. The Rocky story. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I say, like the my my opinion is is this, you know, like I've been traveling around the world. Uh, and i've seen so many so so many situations i've been like maybe to like 50 60 countries like as a my as a as my career as, as coach you know mm. and i've seen like uh, a lot of uh, things good and bad you know like being in the corner for like hundreds of fights you know boxing kickboxing MMA. I was just in Tokyo a couple of weeks ago, and we got a great, great win with uh, Josephine, L- right? Little Thunder, yeah, yeah. She fought like one of the best Asian uh, Asian uh, fighters in the in the world. It yeah. was the third time they fought, right? Second. Was it the second? Yeah. But the first, they had to yeah, point. Uh, they, t- they took a point away. Yeah, but, because oh, okay, she she yeah. comes from a Thai Thai boxing background, so she was clinching. Okay. Yeah. And you can't clinch in K one. Yeah. So, revenge <laughs> was sweet, you know. But again, respect like the fighting in uh, in Japan is like is a whole new experience. That was that was actually I've been to so many countries, but Japan was like my first, the first time I've been there. And they treat like they had like dolls, like miniature figures of the girl she was fighting. Mm. That's the level that it's at, you know. They had like she she was like a, a star over there that that girl. Like she was in like commercials. She was like you know posters. She was like on TV shows. She was like they had little dumb, dolls, dummies of her, like like superhero dummies. And then this little unknown like Swede comes in and say and totally like takes over. Totally, it was a total clean uh, sweep in my eyes. Anyway, like she she did it very very good, and I'm proud of her. So like. The, 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 you know, like in my opinion, fighting is like it's not about like how much you know. It's about how much you're willing to take and how much you're willing to 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 give up from yourself, sacrifice. And everyone can say, why does it have to hurt? Well, if everyone could do it, they would. Oh, but yeah. because it hurts, not a lot of people can do it because you have to live a part of yourself and you have to like sacrifice and your everyone around you sacrifice not just you your family your friends like the people around you your economy like it, it, it's it's something that not it's not common it's uncommon you know and that's why it takes a certain type of person it's not a per- the person that knows a lot it's a person that's willing to uh, endure and keep coming because there will be downfalls. There will be darkness. There's not only light in this. There will be darkness. So can you wake up from that darkness? Can you come back from your downfall and keep trying? It's like you can, you can, you, you can fail like 10 times, but it only takes one time to, to succeed. You know? It's, like it's not about how many times you've failed. It's about how many times you've succeeded that counts. You know? And that's why I ne- I'm never counting out like Anthony Smith. Anthony yeah, Smith course. is like, look at his record. 
is like 34 and it's, 15 it's or 16. It's a crazy amount of fights, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, if, if 50 fights, I think. So, like, this yeah. guy's he, he, he's shown that he's durable and he's a lion heart. He's a yeah. lion heart. You can never count out somebody that has, like, a, a heart of a lion. No. Very limited fighter, in my opinion. Very limited, like, with his skill level. Very limited, like, with uh, who he's beaten. You know, like in uh, and who he's lost to. You know, very limited, but at the same time, always dangerous because he never stops trying. Yeah, and he's hard to put away as well. You know, it's very hard. Like John Jones couldn't take, put him away. Like he takes a lot of he takes a beating as well. He takes a good beating. You say and you you punch yourself tired on him. You know, so this guy is 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 someone that comes to and wants to win, and you can never take that uh, take him lightly. Anyone that comes to win and doesn't accept his place as just being like the the meat on the stick, as they say, <laughs> like then you say he, he, they're dangerous because you can never relax, and that's why we're training like very hard, and that's why I'm pushing and I'm trying like, to do everything possible with Alex so we get that victory, you know. Let me tell you one thing. Why we didn't like uh, when we go back to like the John Jones fight, like it was a, it was a different uh, preparation than the first one as well, because now in the first fight, like I said, he didn't have kids, you know, families. Uh, he in the in the second one, he had a newborn baby. Yeah. Like he had the family. Is he has a family? He has obligations. It's a little bit more, little bit more difficult for him to just leave for like eleven weeks when you have like a one month old kid at home, you know. He's like, I'm not finding excuses, like because, like I believe that, like, whatever the circumstances are, we should, yeah, you know, like, do whatever it takes. You understand? But I haven't got kids, <laughs> you know, so I cannot judge, like, what, what this. Some people say that nothing is more important than your kids, you know, and I believe them. He's like, of course, but he's like, tell that to John Jones, <laughs> yeah, or to Cormier, or to somebody else, you know, like so. I cannot judge like what is what, what, what in that in those circumstances. Like I can only say this is what I what I what I recommend, and what can you do? I recommend it. Let's go for 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 five, six, seven weeks out of the country. You know, just get away from like the every obligation and the uh, the, the things that have to be done. It's like, you only focus on your fighting. You know, and that was my recommendation. Then you say like, if the fighter cannot do that because I understand they, they, you know he's not a robot like they he's a human and you have to like take into consideration like people's like lives you know as well yeah. after the fighting he has to still have, come to pe have people around him that love him <laughs> you know <laughs> nobody wants to like oh yeah I'm a champion but I have no one at home waiting for me you know of course so But but you have a big gym in in or a successful gym here in Sweden, in Stockholm, and I guess you're bringing in fighters. When when you yes. can't leave, then yes. you bring fighters in. He had the, he had the, we brought in a very good fight. We had Saki, we had Yeri. Uh, Yeri's fighting now for the Yeri project. Yeah, I in Rising, right? In Rising against uh, King Mo for the belt. Yeah, very very good fighter, very good fighter. And we have like a few uh, new fighters as well. We have like another fight. Uh, We have a, a, a lot of fighters. I don't want to say any names because then it's like, oh, why do you say my name? Why do you say my name? You know. But we have like we have like good fighters coming up yeah. now, and uh, I find, you know like it's, it is a whole psychology behind that. Like that, maybe we don't have a lot of time to talk about that. <laughs> But like, there's a whole psychology of 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 
you know, under the years that I've been uh, that I've been a coach, I've come to like this pattern that I like that I see in fighters and in people, you know, and I come to like the same pattern that people follow, and it it usually ends up at the crossroads where they have to make a left or a right, and ninety nine percent of everyone make the wrong choice at that time, and it's even if it doesn't matter if you if you guide them show them like uh, shout at them or uh, like push them at the end of the day it's their choice you cannot do anything so i can be the coach that like shouts and screams or i can be the coach that says that you have to do this and this and this at the end of the day it's like they're always going to do what they want to do yeah. you know so i can I, I before i became i was the coach that like forced and pushed now i'm the coach that advises and tells you know and the people that listen you put energy and effort in the people that respect and let you enjoy their win together with them like by following the rules by coming on time by uh, respecting by paying the percentages so we can give to all the coaches or we all everyone like uh, shares with the success you know like then it's all of a sudden you say you have like a, a team player there and then you, you you can work with this person you know like by showing loyalty you know by respecting people's efforts that they put in them you know because when i see somebody like uh leaving a club and coming to us you know for example i don't really appreciate that to be honest with you and i'm going to tell you why because Okay, if you have a problem, it's like, and and uh, your this or an argument, somebody's done something to you or whatever. But that's not usually the case, you know. Is that like there's a lot of uh, politics behind this, and what I usually say is that listen, go and talk to your coach, explain to him why you're leaving, so he doesn't think that I'm like I'm whispering like and giving you like. I'm telling him like I'm giving him crocodile tears, you know. And then, oh, he's not, you know, like anything that I'm being dishonest towards him. So, like, explain to him, be a, be the man you should be, and then you can come to me. And then we have the rules. If you can follow the rules and you can train hard and you can like do this and this and this, then he said like, you're welcome. If you're not, find somewhere else. You know, I've done this for so much, for too long. He said like, being in the UFC is fantastic. I respect it. It's lovely. But you know, it's 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 just another fight. Like you know, like it's 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 fifteen years now. Like, how many UFCs is that? <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> we sometimes we had like three guys on one show. Yeah. You know, like so it's 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 not it's not a first time. Yeah, I mean the UFC. Yeah, like opening champagne bottles. You know, doesn't mean nothing. It's like if I can get somebody to the UFC that is listening and respecting and on his way somewhere then i've done something good in my in my life and if he loses or wins is like absolutely winning is important but as long as he does his best and you know you can't you can't you can't expect anything more than someone's best but what's the sh- what, what what is the actual tragedy is when somebody's in the ufc and they're not doing their best they're not training they're not listening they're cutting weight in the wrong way and you see a storm coming and you're warning them because you care about them. You're warning them. You're telling them time and time again, listen, there's a storm coming. You're winning. You might win now or you just came in now and you're going to fight somebody good now. It's not like the local shows here or fights that we patch up for you, you know, 
or this is like the real deal. It's not like uh, the 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 local fights that you you choose your opponent and you build up somebody's record, so he feels like a superstar. This now is you get a fighter that you have to fight and you have to show what your what, what, what you what, your money or you what you're good at. You understand? And if you and if you're found wanting, then you say they're going to kick you out. So you better fucking start training and doing your best. But it's, it's difficult to make people understand that. It's difficult. A fighter should never stop training, for example. This is like something like logical. Do you ever stop going to work? Every no. day? No, five I days mean, a week? Yeah? Work. yeah. You have to pay the rent, don't you? Yeah. It's the same with fighting. You should never stop training. It's work. You're a, you're, this is your profession. You're a fighter. You have to, if you're not, you haven't got a fight, you're working to develop, to become a better fighter. So if you're like fighting, then resting, fighting, then resting, fighting, then resting, how have you become a better version of yourself the next time you fight? Because you're going to fight against somebody better. So it, it doesn't make, it's, it's mathematics. Yeah, it's, it's logical mathematics. You know, Paul, it's like, this is math. If you, it's, it's logics, this, that. You have to become better to beat somebody that's better than your last opponent. It's logical, isn't it? Yeah, and they're always training. I don't know who said this, but the, um, the, The quote was, there are a lot of fighters, but not too many athletes. Exactly. Exactly. Everyone wants to be a fighter. Everyone wants the yeah. glory. Everyone wants like, the money. Everyone wants like, to, to, to be tough and everything. But not a lot of people, when they found wanting, deliver. Mm. When, they, when, they, like, when, when the time comes and like, you know, it's time to really put uh, sacrifice and put like, your money where your mouth is, you know. They're like, they, they bail out, yeah. you know? And for, for me, for me, like, I don't have the, the energy anymore to spend on un, unserious uh, actions. Like, I know, I know, I, I, can, I can tell you right now, if I study one, a person for one month, I'm going to tell you what his future is. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you, this guy is going to lose in three months. If he continues like this, he's going to lose in three months or one year. This guy, if he continues in this road, he's going to lose. You understand? I know it's, it's, it's it, like I told you before, like a, a couple of minutes ago, I told you like there's a pattern that you follow. Hmm. And this pattern is, a, is never wrong. Sooner or later, he's going to get you. You know, there's a pattern. Then you have the exceptions like Mayweather. Then you have the exception. But even them, they do double as much trip 10 times as much to be the exceptions they are. Exactly. You know? As you said also, they, they bring in fresh guys when the other one is tired, but he continues. Exactly. It's, like, it's called the doghouse. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the ring is called the doghouse. Then you say, you don't have to look what he's done like as a 38-year-old fighter. Look what he's done as a 25-year-old fighter. Because a 38-year-old fighter, of course, is not the sa- he's not training in the same way as when he was like 25, 24. You know, so in different periods, but still, as a 38-year-old fighter, he's training more than you. <laughs> mm. You understand? You, you that's listening to this, he's training more than you. You understand? Like, because he trains like an animal. For you to be 38 years old and a multi-millionaire, one of the richest fi- uh, athletes, not fighters, one of the richest sportsmen yeah. in 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 the excuse me in the world is that and still train as if it was your first fucking paycheck that you're getting to pay the rent that's like wow i take my hat off to him you know he's not everyone thinks that he's training for the money 
But do you really think he would let somebody like McGregor or somebody like Habib or anyone else beat him? No would way. you really think that that would happen? That he would destroy his legacy for money? Out of no way, man, no way. Like he said, he, he you think that he would fight like Tenshi? <laughs> like if he thought he would, was going to lose? Yeah, no, no, he would never do Absolutely. it. Absolutely, no. Is that he destroys like twenty years of like of of who he is? Yeah, you know, it's it's close to logic. Like if he loses now, he's not. He's just like another fighter. It's because he hasn't lost that he's the 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 greatest of all time. <laughs> the goat, yeah. Andreas. We've reached the end. Actually, we are one yes. hour in. Um, Pan, I'm just super excited for for Alex fight, and yeah, I think so we I. might get the 2.0 of uh, yeah. the Mahler in this. Moment. Not not just Alex. We have like Ilir. We have yeah, like sure. uh, Daniel. We have uh, Bea. We have uh, like uh, Jimmy. Yeah. So it, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of Swedish fighters. I'm not saying they're all from our gym, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like. Like we have a lot of Swedish fighters, and I hope a lot more uh, more come in. And we have yeah. a lot of Nordic, uh, maybe uh, I don't know. Is there anyone from uh, from uh, or Norway or Finland fighting? I think the only one that I heard a rumor about maybe Denmark the Ma- is Mark a- one is fighting, but Denmark. Denmark, I don't think so. Norway. Denmark would- isn't isn't that the the guy from uh, Denmark the the Serbian guy fighting or was it yeah Serbian? Hadsovic Hadsovic yeah. I oh, think not, he might be fighting as well. The, yeah, m- maybe, maybe. I'm yeah. right now off the top of my head. I don't know. I think he's maybe, fighting yeah. as well. Good yeah. luck to all of them, man. It's like yeah. They have great coaches, great uh, uh, camps there, like, uh, and they're great fighters, you know. So, so we we need to like support instead of like be haters. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like because sure. one wins, we all win. Like and the, if like Alex, like I heard like somewhere like that that uh, the mile. The the Mao, you know, uh, I'm not exactly. Don't quote me now, <laughs> but uh, I haven't got all the facts in and everything. But somebody uh, they, in ni- in the 1960s, you know, like whatever, yeah. they couldn't break like the the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The time for for, for, for the mile for the yeah, mile, yeah. the mile. What was it like? They couldn't come out uh, under or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one guy does it in the same uh, and in and in the same like two or three months, like another two guys do yeah, it. Yeah, everybody you know? does it. Yeah. So uh, we've it, it's it had, Alex was the pioneer that broke into the top ten. Mm. Then he say all of a sudden Iller. Then all of a sudden he say uh, Jack. Then all of a sudden he say so it's coming. We yeah. have good fighters. We have good fighters. Just need to get a little bit. Tougher. <laughs> That's all. It's coming, and yeah. on the on June first, then June first, uh, all of yeah. them are fighting in uh, in yeah. Stockholm, Sweden. Good luck to everyone. It's going to be great. Yeah, for sure. Andreas Michael, thank you for a great conversation. Thank you very much. Thank you. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.